Hello, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to, as usual, Crash, or Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, the UK podcast for the culture geek technology nerd and creative wizard. This is episode 299, recorded on Tuesday, the 4th of February, 2020, and the time at the beginning of the show is 23.51.22. Sorry for the enormous delay between now and the last episode. There are multiple reasons I haven't been able to do a pod between then and now, and it's largely to do with being so very, very busy, preparing for some changes, and just lots of other things, lots of annoying other things. If you've read my Twitter feed and see me go off on one half-cocked, (laughs) because I was panicking about Brexit, because that was one of an enormous list of things that was just going wrong. Not just Brexit, but other things. And then this weekend, it was even more busy. I was still sick and stuffy. I thought it was a cold, but as you can hear, I'm still breathy and snuffly. And I think it was the flu, because I've still got a bit of a temperature. And actually, after recording this intro bit, I'm going to go away for a bit and take some cold medicine so I can do this without sound like I'm recording from within a paper bag. That's how stuffy I am. And yeah, this weekend, wow. On Friday, I had to drive a really insanely long way to attend Uncle Mark's funeral in Brighton. It was such a long, long drive and a long day, and I was sick during the day anyway. I had a nosebleed. It was sad and tiring and terrible. And when I got back on the same day, which is insane, it took me two days to recover. In essence, I slept for two days, and I still don't feel that good. And yeah, for all those reasons, it's taken me more than a month to watch the next Doctor Who serial, and then write up the notes, and then record the pod. So I'm just sorry all round about that. I wrote in the show notes that I shouldn't really let stuff like this interfere with the massive juggernaut that is Crash. (laughs) I was going on an ego trip with that. Because it's not quite a juggernaut. It's more of a... Not even a small elephant. Maybe a baby rhino. Or a mammoth. A really, really teeny, tiny, cuddly, toy-sized mammoth. I keep on thinking that one day this will be bigger. One day... And now, how long have I been doing this? So long, so very long. And it's not just the podcast, is it? How long will it take for my writing to make some kind of literary impact? I don't know. You know what's really funny, though? Looking back over the years of this podcast, I'm now thinking of how utterly hypocritical I've been when I used to say that it doesn't really matter how many people listen. You know what? It really does matter. Anyway, 
it's been quite a trial this weekend. And there was other council stuff bothering me. Again, if you've seen the Twitter feed, you'll know I have been caffeinated, which helped me wake up, but it also added to my stress. (laughs) And if it wasn't really for the caffeine, I wouldn't be up at all. That, and this morning, even with the caffeine, I just didn't want to move. So I had to put on my workout song. I put on the Dropkick Murphy's The Warrior's Code, which is a little on the nose, a little embarrassingly inspirational. Maybe I'm saying that because I'm English. But the lyrics include the lines... A fighter never quits, and a quitter never wins. I'm cringing just saying that. Again, probably because I'm embarrassed about saying things like that aloud. Although I do on Twitter, so maybe I'm not that embarrassed. But yeah, anyway, the show, Crash, must go on. So let's do the show. Although, let me use the magic of the pause button to go away, have some cold medicine, and come back. And then we'll talk about Doctor Who, The Green Death from 1973. Okay, back in a bit. Hello, I'm back. I have one of those generic hot lemon drinks, and hopefully that will keep me going throughout this episode. And where were we? Yes, Doctor Who, The Green Death, from 1973. Cast and production, John Pertwee as the third Doctor, and Katie Manning as his companion Joe Grant. This story was directed by Michael E. Bryant. The writer was Robert Sloman, the producer Barry Letts. And it is the fifth and the last serial of season 10 and it follows on from planet of the daleks that we covered last time and because it was so long ago i'd better tell you that it was in crash episode 294 the green death consisted of six 25 minute episodes and was first broadcast from the 19th of may to the 23rd of june 1973. As usual, we'll just mention a few things about what was happening on this day in the UK. What was happening on the 19th of May? Well, not actually that much. I did have a look. I found out that British glam rock group Wizard, led by Roy Wood, that's my namesake, had a number one hit with See My Baby Jive, which is a song I cannot at all remember. And yeah, Wizard, a glam rock group. Look, let's just be kind and say they were musically glam. I'm saying that because I do remember, and I'm really sorry about this musical genius, Roy Wood. You really creeped me out. If most of you, I'm assuming, don't know what I'm talking about, look up Wizard. That's W-I-Z-Z-A-R-D. Again, this is another one of those 
researchers into what happened on the day of the broadcast, which hasn't really turned up much, because I couldn't really find anything else of importance that happened in the UK on that day. Maybe I should have looked up what the weather was like. That's a very English thing to do. You know what? I'll start doing that if I can remember. I'll start mentioning what the weather was like. I'll give you a brief on-this-day weather forecast. Well, not forecast. What's the opposite of a forecast? Ah, okay. I'm digressing. Let's start off, as usual, with a potted summary of what happens, and then I'll tell you what I thought. This is another one of those John Pertwee episodes that begins with a doctor fiddling around with a TARDIS while Joe reads something topical in the newspaper, and this time Joe is reading about a weird death in a coal mine. Unit decides to investigate the matter, and the brigadier and his men go off to the coal mine, but the doctor has a little tourist jaunt that he wants to do before he joins the brigadier, and after fiddling with the TARDIS, visits a place that I think he's always wanted to go, Metabilis 3. Meanwhile, Joe meets Professor Clifford Jones, a young Nobel-winning scientist and environmentalist, who is concerned about what is going on at the coal mine, and him and his group of activists and scientists are living nearby in a place referred to by the locals as the Nut Hatch. <laughs> the Doctor, having barely survived his trip to what was supposed to be the paradise of Metabilis Three drives Bessie to the Welsh coal mine, which is now part of a research project by a company called Global Chemicals. They eventually find out that the mine is full of this green goo. Nothing to do with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> At least I don't think it is. Oh, wait a minute. That's not goo. That's goop or gloop or poop. Not sure. And as well as the green, gooey, slimy stuff, there's lots and lots of these vicious and poisonous giant maggots. <laughs> I'm laughing. It's hard to imagine a fast-moving and vicious giant maggot, but yeah, they're there, and they are fairly effectively scary, as we'll talk about later. It turns out that this ecological disaster has happened because of pollution that was created from the revolutionary process pioneered by Global Chemicals Research Facility. Oh, what you can't hear between all the clean editing is that, man, it feels like my sinuses are dissolving. Okay, where were we? Yes. Slime, green maggots caused by pollution from the process pioneered by Global Chemicals. The reason all this stuff is going haywire is that Global Chemicals has a computer system. It is a sentient AI that calls itself BOSS, B-O-S-S, Bimorphic Organizational Systems 
supervisor. Clever, eh? And as well as becoming evolved and malevolent and very intelligent and megalomaniacal, has enslaved the staff with a hypnotic process. Boss is part of a vast global conspiracy, which are three words I've always wanted to say (laughs) in a row like that, between other intelligent computers around the world. The Doctor eventually foils the plot by de-hypnotizing the mind director, Stevens, with a large blue crystal from Metabilis 3. It's something he picked up there. Obviously it was valuable to him, and he knew it might come in handy later. Or maybe he just took it as a souvenir. But it's pretty cool. But I'm getting ahead of myself again. I'll talk about that in a bit. After de-hypnotizing Stevens, the director then causes Boss to self-destruct. The maggots are also killed by a fungus food product created by Professor Jones's group. Turns out that this product that is highly nutritious and tasty for humans is incredibly toxic to the maggots. At the end of the serial, Joe's affection for Jones has grown, and she decides to marry him and stay behind and go off on an expedition with him up the Amazon. The Doctor gives her the beautiful Metabilis three crystal as a present, and drives Bessie off into the sunset. That's an interesting present to give the bride a crystal that she can hypnotise her husband with. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) And I'm already straying into what I thought. And isn't this just the most annoying place for an ad break? So we'll do one of those, and then we'll return to the show. What's an adrenaline junkie bike career to do after a fatal wipeout? How about inheriting a weird box, partnering up with a lethal and sexy reporter, and going on the adventure of a lifetime? Join Geeky X Rocker and his enigmatic partnering crime as they are drawn into the mystery of the century deep in the dark heart of London. It is a secret that will change their lives forever, if it doesn't kill them first. The Horrors Box is a very dark, very funny, fast-paced, action-packed, suspense thriller brimming with pop culture nostalgia and unique characters. If you liked Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Goonies, National Treasure, and Preston and Child's Agent Pendergast series, you will love this high-octane and explosive page-turner as quirky and British as James Bond and Doctor Who by UK author Roy Martha. Oh, that's me. And this is my book. You can find The Horus Box on Amazon as a Kindle ebook now. What did I think? The megalomaniacal, world-dominating AI boss has strong echoes, of course, of films like Colossus, The Forbin Project from 1970. Obviously, Skynet from Terminator. HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey, 
And the insane menace of Boss reminded me of the demonic AI from Harlan Ellison's 1967 short story, I Have No Mouth and I'm a Scream. Which, by the way, also took place underground. Hmm, interesting parallel. Again, I'm afraid I must take a short break, which you will not notice, because I've got a pause button. Hello, I'm back. And before we go on with what I thought, all these little pauses are a case-in-point example of why sometimes you'll see the running time of the podcast that I usually mention in the show notes to be far longer than the podcast itself. Especially when I'm ill like this. Oh, don't feel so great. I think the cold medicine is doing something to my cold, but it's also making me a bit sweaty. Okay, where were we? Yes, so we've talked about Boss a little. Let's go on to the maggots. The maggots aren't the most realistic models of a monster in Doctor Who. But one thing that I did find rather nasty-looking and very effective were the mouths of the maggots. I think they must have patched in a picture of a fang-bristling real animal's mouthparts with the model maggot. Because, yeah, they look very sharp, very predatory. It looks like cat teeth or maybe fox teeth or dog teeth, I'm not sure. I also love that the maggots turn into the even more lethal-looking flies that attack the Doctor while he's driving Bessie. You only see one fly, because I suppose that's all they needed for that attack scene, and it's expensive building models, but the fly does look really cool, and I wouldn't mind owning it. Or... The Metabilis 3 Hypnocrystal. That would be something really nice to own, and probably a bit smaller than Fly. Although you could put the Fly on your head, and then you could answer the door with that. That would be quite terrifying. On the other hand, that crystal would make a nice paperweight. And back to Boss. The death scene of Boss was highly distressing. I found it upsetting. Particularly when Boss says it is burning and Boss is screaming and it's very traumatic. Far more so than the other famous AI death scene in 2001 A Space Odyssey where HAL 9000 slowly winds down. This is far more visceral and immediate and horrifying. Oh, and that crystal. The Doctor got that crystal, like I said before, on his little trip that was supposed to be a fun jaunt to Metabilis 3, and it almost killed him. He barely makes it back to the TARDIS in one piece. And although it was only a short part of the overall adventure... I really enjoyed watching John Pertwee hamming it up on these solo little vignettes. 
There's also a scene later on where he gets to shine again when he dresses up as a cleaning lady and really leans into the silliness. It's a little reminiscent of something Les Dawson might have done. Again, I'm wondering, do any of these references mean anything to anyone? Let me know. In the last Vintage Doctor Who episode, I mentioned that there was this odd foreshadowing of romantic entanglement and homesickness on the part of Joe Grant. And here we find the reason. Captain Mike Yates, when he hears the news, a person who fancied his chances with Joe, is a bit cut up at the news of Joe's sudden imminent marriage. But... I would have thought, and I've said this before, that Sergeant Benton would have been a much better match. Instead, Joe goes for a man who is almost a human version of the Doctor. He's quirky, rude, condescending, brilliant, and attractive. I suppose once you've been in the company of a Time Lord, it is hard to find someone who can live up to those qualities. I'm not sure that's the right word, because the Doctor can be incredibly annoying. But he is charismatic and he is brilliant. One last thing I noted, or rather struck me, is the cop milk float. It just made me think, when did milk deliveries end? And why did we need them anyway? Not that I'm ungrateful, as when I was a child, we didn't have a car, and without milk deliveries, which, of course, were made by the co-op, I would have been given the chore by my mum to ride down to the co-op store and buy milk. And then I'd have to wobble home with bags dangling from the handlebars of my rally Europa. Oh, yeah, Europa. Brexit. Oh, dear. Which would have been slightly unsafe with bags of glass bottles full of milk. It was bad enough having to carry vegetables. Milk bottles? No thanks. That would have been a disaster. Although a very comedic disaster, I'm sure, to anyone watching. Finally, on to our very brief trivia section. Katie Manning, she is still around, and she went on to star in a few films, and occasionally appeared on TV as well. She still promotes new Doctor Who, she still goes to conventions, and she is also active on social media, probably more so than myself. Crash salutes Katie Manning. We will miss you, Joe Grant. Have a safe trip up the Amazon, and come back in one piece. And also, please do not resort to hypnotising your husband. You probably don't want to do that. It's probably illegal. And that is it for Doctor Who The Green Death from 1973. The final story of Season 10. So in the next... Vintage Doctor Who Crash podcast. We will be starting with season 11, obviously, because 10 comes after 11. Why am I still waffling? Okay, that's it. 
The show, Crash, is produced, presented, and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com. For further reading, there's a link to the show notes in the description of this episode. As you heard in the ad that I'm going to put into the middle of this podcast, a nice mid-roll ad, please look up my book on Amazon Kindle. It's a book about a geek for geeks. If you want to help the show, please review and rate it on whatever platform you listen, although please rate it more on Apple Podcasts and recommend it to a friend. You were listening to Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show Crash, the UK podcast for the culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. This was episode 299, recorded on Wednesday the 4th, of February 2020, but ending on Wednesday the 5th of February 2020 at 003540. Thanks very much for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!